Welcome, feathered friends. Step inside my walk-in robe and let your imagination run wild. Listening to Busting the Pack. This podcast is proudly sponsored by the WA Magpies Collingwood Supporters Group. Your place to share your personal black and white stories as a pie supporter and, more generally, stories about not giving up or you have a passion project that might inspire others in the gamble of life. We want you to feel a sense of ownership in this platform and welcome any contributions and suggestions by emailing bustingthepack at gmail.com. Each Busting the Pack episode is released via the WA Magpies Facebook and web pages on Wednesday afternoons. In this week's episode, I have a chat with a law and passionate Collingwood supporter who grew up listening to football games on the radio in Melbourne. One of our WA Magpies sponsored players, Trey Rusco, has some words of wisdom. I review Robert Harvey's first win as caretaker coach for the Mighty Pies. From the Hyde Park Hotel supporter perspective, and there are entry details for a best story competition called Eyes on the Prize, with $50 gift vouchers kindly donated by Jim Services. On with the show! My next loyal and passionate Collingwood supporter guest originally knew nothing about football and supported the Fitzroy Lions in the Victorian Football League days in Melbourne until he saw the black and white colours of the magpies, which hypnotised him. Come Saturday afternoons, and his dad would listen to the footy on the radio as he worked on the car so he could get to and from his job and put food on the table for the family. I still have a copy of the email he sent me in my production file, which I use as inspiration for this passion project. Welcome to the podcast, Tony Nolan. Thanks, Jason. It's good to be here. My pleasure. Um, When you get that inevitable, if I had a dollar question in Perth, why do you go for Collingwood? How do you respond as a loyal and passionate Pi supporter? Well, Jason, it goes way back. Um, I go back to the 1960s when I first, um, living in West Preston in Victoria, in Melbourne, um, as a young lad, I didn't know much about football and the local lads all barracked for the Fitzroy Lions as that was their, their hunting ground in those days. Right. Um, so there I was um, supporting Fitzroy until, of course, I became aware of the black and white colours of Collingwood. And <laughs> there was no choice after that. I just yeah. loved the Collingwood colours and I loved the Collingwood spirit. And ever after, I've always been a Collingwood supporter. Um, and in fact, in those days, um, when I grew up, we had dad um, uh, working to raise our family and we used to listen to the radio because it, we didn't have any TV until I was um, nine years old. We got our first TV. So up to the age of nine, there I was yeah. um, listening to the radio as dad was working under the car and I was handing him a spanner to keep the car on the road to go to work. Yeah. And um, we'd be listening to whatever game was going on Saturday because they played all the games on Saturday. Yeah. 
um, whatever games were being played. And um, not like these days. No, not like <laughs> these days. You floating fixtures. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, it's quite going a bit crazy. That's right. No, mm. it was pretty. Um, Pretty straight in those days on Saturdays. Yeah, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It was it was our recreational time, quite frankly. Uh, yep. it was our outlet. Um, it was nothing better than to listen to a game of footy on on Saturday. Um, and yeah, Dad Dad broke for South Melbourne. He was a uh, he he um, broke for them for all his life. Um, I actually had some trouble understanding why he supported the Swans because they never really did that well in the league in those days. They were always a, towards the bottom of the ladder. Um, uh, whereas Collingwood always played very well and got into most of, you know, they got into the finals most years. Um, yeah, so there you are. So on that note, the Pies were a dominating force in the VFL. Um, so what were the emotions for you in 1972 at the age of 18 when they somehow lost to the Carlton Blues after having more than a 10-goal lead at half-time? Right, okay. <laughs> well, I can tell you... Talk about the collie wobbles. Yeah, I was I was eighteen at the time. Yeah. And I'd been barracking for them since the age of six, you know, in nineteen sixty one. And yep. I'll never forget um, they'd already lost the grand final to Melbourne in sixty four by four points. They'd lost the nineteen sixty six grand final to St Kilda by one point. Uh, and and there we were facing Carlton with a ten goal lead at half time. And I think everybody was just sitting down and <laughs> Like, we were just a bit overconfident about the whole thing, quite frankly, mm. because as uh, the Too game... Too much success. Yeah, look, they thought yeah. they had it in the bag. And unfortunately, yeah. they had one player, McKay, um, with yeah. that white, that white uh, lock of hair. I'll never forget, he basically took hold of the game and was able to move the ball out of the centre so many times to the Colton forwards. Yeah. And believe it or not, Colton... They, they nipped Collingwood in the bud that year by coming back and just beating them by over 10 goals in the second half in 1972. I was, I was devastated. Yeah. I was just absolutely devastated. That was, um, it's like <laughs> the Collie Wobbles got to appear. Have, have, <laughs> have uh, yeah, read their ugly head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, how did you feel when you got to watch the Pies live for the first time? That was an amazing experience I will never forget. Okay, had, elaborate. Well, I had the, I had the privilege um, of going to see Collingwood play at the Collingwood Football Ground in Abbotsford. And, um, Victoria Park? Victoria Park. Yep. That's exactly The right. one and only. The one and only yep. ground. It was amazing. That's right. There I was. I, uh, from memory, I was on the western stand, um, not far from uh, the boundary. And, uh, and seeing it all happen in front of me, and it was just amazing to see... Um, Collingwood's defence. Uh, I remember one particular guy, Colin Tully, in those days, and ah, oh, he was a bit of a legend in himself. Um, uh, one thing I recall in particular, not having had any exposure to football um, live in those days, was to see one of the players turn around mm. and um, clear his nose. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I must admit, it seemed like I had to step. Almost take a step back to miss it. <laughs> and then he cleared the other nose and I thought, right, okay, this is pretty. Well, if you want the live experience, you've got to take it warts and all. <laughs> oh, that's a good... <laughs> there you go, listeners, there's an image for you. <laughs> um, I still have a copy of that email you sent me in the early stages of this passion project. How did you feel when you first heard an episode of Busting the Pack? 
impressed, very impressed. I loved it. It was just um, something about the raw, that raw and that introduction really moved me. I just pinched that off YouTube. Well, it worked. So thank you, YouTube. It worked for me, I can tell you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, um, there's something inspirational about um, the podcast and I love listening to it. I, I love hearing the interviews. Um, yeah, well, we're trying to make that a regular feature when we're not getting uh, a COVID lockdown or two. So yes, that's yep. another uh, that's another uh, satisfied listener. So yes. Um, so obviously, you know, most regular listeners they they know of the intro song and that roar of the crowd. I mean, that gets me every time I play it back before I send it off to the IT. Um, manager i every time i'll play that i i won't play the whole thing I'll, i know it's all in its right places i've done enough um of that kind of learning curve now yeah every time i just feel that that song it will never get old it won't get old it's just fresh for me every time and, and it's fresh for me i, I expect it like it, it's it's like the best introduction yeah. So what follows, and and it just it really, um, it almost personifies who who we are as uh, as Magpie supporters. It really gets me on board. And that's why I didn't want to use too many words, but they had to be very powerful words. And I think I've uh, definitely nailed the brief. Well chosen, Jason. On that one. <laughs> and what about my rendition of Good Old Collingwood when you first heard oh, that? Mate, it was just great. <laughs> It doesn't get better. It's just you just want to be at the game. I want to don't be at the you? game. I want to yeah. be there. I want to. I want to see it happening. You know, yeah. it, just, it really it brings it home for me that one. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, yeah. I I got to miss this year's game against the Eagles. I mean, obviously, there hasn't been a lot to cheer about um, in the win column for Collingwood, mm. but it's also a great opportunity to find out how loyal and passionate you are, as you know, we're going on a different journey now. You know, we've got within a whisker of that apex of you know taking that flag in 2018 off you know yes the eagles won it you know albeit in controversial circumstances but what's new with football exactly there's always going to be a what if and oh especially the games where it's all, where it's under a goal and you're just like well you can't really blame anyone specifically for not kicking their goal <laughs> that's right exactly because where would it end exactly you know, you just have to go, well, the footy gods, they weren't on our side that day. That's it. But hey, we had our chances and that's just the way the cookie crumbles. So, you know, recently, obviously, um, Robert Harvey's taken over as caretaker coach. So admittedly, uh, currently being a small sample size, what are your thoughts on his first two games as caretaker coach for the Pies? Uh, two narrow losses, one against the Dockers and one against St Kilda, which really should have been a whooping. Uh, so, yeah, your thoughts? At this stage, um, I think we, we need to give um, this, this guy a, a bit of a... We're going to give him a chance. Well, he's only got seven more games for the rest for of the season because yeah. we're not playing finals, so Look, we I, don't have to worry about that. I don't think um, we've got anything to worry about. We're not in a position where we're going to be really contenders, I don't think, this year. And so he's got, he's got a good chance to really just um, get his, um, get his synergy, synergy going with... Get with, his squad right. With his squad right, exactly. Yeah. The, 
this is a chance for him to, you know, sort of get that team spirit back with Collingwood um, and bring something, bring bring something to, to that he's got into um, mm. into the team for Collingwood. Right, I mean, because uh, you know, some people out there might not know uh, Robert Harvey is, but he's a well, he was a ball magnet. He was one of the one of the like most graceful players to watch. Mm. His like core strength and the way he would like, if it was just a small step or a large step. Listeners out there, if you get a chance, do yourself a favour. Watch some old footage of Robert Harvey when he was like, you know, winning brown loads for fun, you know, for St Kilda. Um, the only, I think the only criticism of him, which I think is a bit unfair, was that he didn't kick a lot of goals. But, I mean, come on, how many did he set up? That's it. You know, he, yeah. he bust a pack. Yep. Probably bust two or three sometimes. <laughs> and then just, you know, lace out. He was a team player. Not a problem. Um, so... In terms of our side at the moment, obviously losing Darcy Moore has, has been a hit, compounded by already losing um, Jeremy Howe. Um, Defence hasn't really been our issue. It's, again, it seems to be that synergy, that connection between the, um, the midfield and the forwards. I'd agree with that. Yes, Jason, I think um, we need to do something up the forward line. Um, Still get, not functioning, yeah, is it? That's right. We just we need to be able to move the ball from the centre, and we need to get um, the connection between the centre and our forward line moving better. Um, yeah. we, we need to be able to undermine um, the opposition's defence. We we need to be able to crack that one, and we need to. Yeah, because again, you know, there was uh, glimpses when uh, on Jamie Elliott's return, and he kicks five goals in a half, five goals straight. Previously, that was his career best for a whole game. Wow, yeah. You know, and again, then you have Jordan Ngoi. He was hitting great form, did something silly, copped his week, returned Sunday, didn't do a too bad a job. So those pieces, they bode well for the future of Collingwood. It's going to be who, who are going to be the up-and-comers, you know. Um, great opportunity for Robert Harvey in these last seven games is just play the kids. Yes. Play the kids. Don't play them all at once, of course, but just do it in such a way that they get a taste, see what the potential is, bring that into the, um, you know, the draft and you know, next year, and um, hopefully by then the, the off-field stuff will be a bit more, um, shall, shall we say, settled. Because yeah. that board stuff is getting ridiculous yeah, and that's... the infighting, and it's not doing anything. It's not It's helpful. not doing uh, the club any favours. I'd agree with that. Um, in, all very, in already a very tough time, just compounding things even worse. So if they can then have that starting point and they really nail down a good coach. Um, so, yeah, just on that, Robert Harvey, he doesn't really want the job, but, you, you know, it's like a politician. You don't believe politicians. A lot can change, you know, a week's a long time in football. So two months is going to be an eternity. Um, now, if he doesn't actually want the job or if he's overlooked, Obviously, you have to rule out now. You've got to rule out Sam Mitchell. Can you think of any other potential candidates who would be a good fit for this rebuild? Because mm. it's going to be a rebuild. Yeah, look, I mean... It could be a top-up, but it's going to have to be a rebuild yeah. at its core. I think it'd be nice to get um, someone who's <laughs> not recycled, if I can use that word. No, you may. Yeah, I, 
There's a lot of that going on. Unfortunately, um, we've been in some ways we've been fortunate, but in the past when we've taken a coach from another from another club, um, mm. Collingwood doesn't have a very good history um, for for giving them much time for coaching, except for yeah, they're a little bit impatient. They want results. They want results. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, we don't usually tend to um, take on unless they, you know, <clears throat> they're Collingwood sons, like you know, your Nathan Buckley's and whatnot. And, you know, he's obviously also um, served his succession plan through Mick Malthouse. Yes. Um, yeah. We tend to go from a, for a big name, a, a proven name. We do. Um, the only one I can really think of off hand, on hand is, uh, you know, is Ross Lyon, but I'm not sure if I want Ross Lyon. Well, if I'm going to be quite candid with you. Please when, do. When I, when I heard that name fielded, I shrunk. <laughs> I really did. No. I would. You're like, no, 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 please, no. I no do line. not think he's he's not for us, uh, Ross. Um, yeah. Uh, good luck to him with his coaching, but I think I don't wouldn't want to see him at Collingwood at this stage. Um, well, I think yeah. at the moment he seems pretty comfortable in his media role anyway. Ah. So just finally, as they've turned the lights out on us, which is <laughs> is that an omen? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Almost like Collingwood season, but there's seven <laughs> games left. Um, before I close the interview, is there anything you would like to say to the audience of Busting the Pack? The first thing is to um, just to acknowledge um, the great work that you've been doing this season in the podcast. It definitely has kept Thank you. my interest um, in the season alive because with COVID and all that stuff going on last year and again this year, um, <clears throat> it really has been quite an interruption, you know, following the footy season and watching the mm. clubs and all that Yep. Going on. Um, so I'm, I'm actually totally delighted uh, with, the, with the fact that I can listen to the podcast. It just it gets me going again. It gets me interested again, um, you know, from week to week. And I really look forward to uh, listening to more of your podcasts. Um, and I get, I'm actually interested in um, just extending your podcast out to my friends and family because oh, please I, do, I, you know. I really like them that much that uh, I'd like, I want all my friends and family to enjoy, mm. um, you know, uh, what your podcasts as well. Well, that's what it's about, you know. You know, this kind of period is, is very much about building an audience. You can only build something if you regularly deliver. So every week, for whatever quality or length, there has been an episode. There has been. And at the start of every episode has been that song. Absolutely. Keep it going. And it's an earworm. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be Collingwood's de facto club song. It could very well be. But that's for another, uh, that's for another episode. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love it. Just over here in WA to have Collingwood, you know, um, this WA Collingwood Magpies Club is, is great. Well, yes, and we're going to have to get you down to the high part one day to, mm. to uh, watch a game with some loyal and passionate supporters. Yes, I would welcome um, that. With the WA Magpies. So thanks for having a chat, Tony. Thanks, Jason. Thank you. Hey, Trey Rusco here. You might know me from my mum's words of encouragement when I was selected to play my first game for Collingwood. She also said I should listen to the Busting the Pack podcast by the WA Magpies on their Facebook and web pages. Also, listen to your mum. Go Pies! Robert Harvey's first win as coach of Collingwood. Last Sunday, the Hyde Park Hotel was awash in black and white. A golden opportunity for Robert Harvey to notch up his first win for the Magpies 
at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. Despite going in as underdogs, our opponents, the Richmond Tigers, were hardly setting the world on fire with their recent form slump as defending AFL Premiers. The WA Magpies supporters group were copying it from a few Tigers supporters. But we welcome anyone if it adds to the good-natured theatre of sanctioned road rage and learn some new heckles to boot. For example, a guy thought the Tigers had a general. I beg to differ. Magpies captain Scott Pendlebury is the only general. Case closed. He wanted their goal kickers to talk dirty to him. Was I watching the same game? And in the corner of the pub were a couple of Tiger supporters who were smug beyond belief. Us law and passionate pie supporters countered with pleas of Miss! 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 When the Tigers lined up for a set shot at goal and cries of to mimic a donkey when they missed. Not to mention a chorus of Bronx cheers when required. With a quarter of this pitch battle to play, the Pies were staring at a 20-point deficit, and they needed a minor miracle to pip the Tigers. Yes, we unashamedly screamed at the big screen, like we were live at the MCG. And it was working. The cream started rising to the top and the pie's juggernaut could not be stopped. Ultimately, centre clearance dominance told the story which overwhelmed the Tigers' defence and the pie's forwards attacked relentlessly. Without a doubt, the highlight of the stirring comeback was the aforementioned smug couple in the corner slinking out of the pub with the game still not even decided. But we saw them and gave them the send-off you had to be there to appreciate. Respect to the last remaining Tiger supporter who stayed until the bitter end and congratulated us as the final siren blared. To have had the privilege of seeing Nathan Buckley win his final game as coach of Collingwood and then a few weeks later... Robert Harvey gets his first W in the win column after narrow losses to the Fremantle Dockers and St Kilda Saints. The future looks bright. Final score, Pies, 13 goals, 9, 87. Defeated, Tigers, 11 goals, 5, 71. Pies by 16 points. Persistent Pies. Join us at the Hyde Park Hotel for all Collingwood matches on the big screen and cheer for the Pies. WA Magpies members enjoy a 20% discount on food and drink. Next game is this Sunday when the Pies take on the Carlton Blues. Bounce down is at 1.20pm. Go Pies! 
Are you having trouble getting that sparkle back into your pool? Jim's Pool Care can help out with any pool problem. With just one call, Jim's Pool Care mobile pool shops will respond to any pool equipment problems. We can repair or replace all leading brands of pool equipment, such as pumps, chlorinators or automatic pool cleaners. So if you're thinking pools, think Jim's. Call 131546. Or Google Jim's Pool Care and book online. Eyes on the prize. Thanks to Jim's services, they are kindly donating prizes of $50 gift vouchers for our best story competition. We want to hear your fondest memory as a passionate fan. Be creative, engaging, interesting, and keep your entry to 200 words or less. So get those thinking caps on and email bustingthepack at gmail.com. Well, until next week, feathered friends, always remember, passion, persistence, perspective. Thanks for listening. This is Dr. J signing off.